0: Hi, it's Justine here and welcome to a very special episode of Old Boys Club. Matilda is in Sydney this week, but before she left, we recorded a shorter episode deep diving into the government's bizarre sex education milkshake video and how the whole campaign around it is so much worse than you first thought. Follow us on Instagram at Old Boys Club for daily news, explainers and updates and tune in next week for your regular full-sized episode. But for now, enjoy. How long? Hello, and welcome to Old Boys Club. A podcast where two young women explain the ins and outs of Australian politics. And there's no such thing as a stupid question. I'm Justine Landis-Hanley. I am a Melbourne-based journalist and I used to work in politics, which Matilda will not forgive me for. I just, it's it speaks
1: to your character. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Matilda Bosley. I'm also a Melbourne-based reporter and I haven't been to Canberra and you know what? I'm not going to change until I go. Oh, probably soon <laughs> to see Questacon
0: what's Questacon are you serious what's no no going? seriously you don't know what a Questacon is what's Questacon <laughs> <laughs> what do you know? I mean no, no no you're not being serious <laughs> you're doing a bit this is look, cut this out is
1: this a politics thing is it looking like I'm dumb no, to not know what it is Australian
0: national identity thing how do you not know what <laughs> Questacon what's, is
1: what is Questacon
0: Questacon is like is like the science museum in Australia I I can't tell if you're being serious. I'm
1: genuinely, I've never heard of Questacon before in my life. I thought it was a a convention. This
0: is a fun bit.
1: Yeah, but like, what's so good about it?
0: I don't know. I haven't been.
1: Oh. But
0: I just. Okay. But but I know what it is. Okay. But I know what it is. I'm getting a lot of hate from
1: this (laughs) side of the table for not knowing Questacon (laughs) is. It's
0: amazing you don't know what it is.
1: I'm sorry. I'm hot. I don't need to know. (laughs) I
0: don't need science or museums. Well. That was a fun sidebar. I mean,
1: <laughs> I feel upset and attacked. Woo! Justine, are you thirsty? Why? Would you like a milkshake?
0: Oh, no. Well, drink. <laughs> <laughs> Stop. Guess what we're talking about today. I can imagine, Matilda. We're talking about
1: the weirdest government PSA video that's been
0: created this decade. Yes, Matilda, this week we are talking about the government's attempt at making a sex and consent education program that was so controversial and arguably bad that it took down (laughs) parts of the module's within a day
1: and I somehow ended up in a BBC article about it you did (laughs) and you're now one of the most educated journalists in the country about this topic so thank god we have you yes unfortunately I am (laughs) yeah Um, (laughs) we have spent hours watching (laughs) these videos (laughs) and I wish we hadn't I mean some of them are fine a lot of them
0: aren't (laughs) so let's get into it Justine what is this video what are we watching okay so let's start where the controversy first emerged it's with this one video called Moving the Line. I'm assuming
1: we're transitioning into a little audio clip now. To cross into the action zone, both people must agree. Do you want to try my milkshake? Yes, I do. But what happens when one person takes action
0: without an agreement? You do, huh? Well, drink it. Drink it all. What are you doing? Drink it all. So, what we have in this video is a boy and a girl sitting in a very fake diner. Like, it's made to look as if it's on the set of a movie. Um, And the girl is, they're both drinking milkshakes, and the girl grabs a fistful of her milkshake and smooshes it into the face of her boyfriend.
1: Yeah. Um, And it's meant to be teaching us, um... We actually have differing
0: opinions have on differ- what this video is about. We do have differing opinions. Which is not a great sign. For a video that you're supposed to show to kids in years 10 to 12. Well,
1: first of all, it seems like this video is pitched at like seven, eight-year-olds legitimately. Like yes. from the tone, from
0: the visuals, yet it's for 15 to 18-year-olds. So this video hit the internet on Monday morning and people went insane. Bonkers. Bonkers. Intensely
1: insane, but also kind of for the wrong reasons. So before we jump too deep into it, I just want to clarify a bit of misinformation that's been going on about this. Go for it. I think, first of all, people think that this video is standalone. And so a lot of the terms are nonsensical, but actually there's videos that precede it. And people also think that this was a government ad rather than an educational tool. So this would be something that would be pushed out to people without extra context. And I think the third thing that people misconstrued was that this video was in some way a direct reaction to the sort of large number of sex scandals that have currently gone on in Parliament, which Mm. has been like the government's been like, okay, we've had all of these, one after another after another of these sex scandals and allegations of sexism. And then so as a result, they've been like, let's educate people about consent, which, you know, Scott Morrison's come out and said, like, we need to do better about this. And then this video has been the result of this. Uh, You know, and that's something, I mean, like on TikTok I've seen a lot where people have been like, the government said they were going to fix this, and this is what they give us. To be clear, this isn't a reaction to that. Um, it's actually had years of work go into oh, it. Oh, yeah. This isn't something that was just put up in two weeks. We can I imagine
0: can, why you'd think that. We, uh, it's
1: a totally reasonable um, conclusion to draw. But no, this has been in the works since 2015. Don't <laughs> when, say. It, don't well, say it. When the original sort of funding was announced. But yes, this is video has been a long time in the works. Yeah.
0: So, what was this video? actually a part of. Okay, so this video <laughs> this video is a part
1: of an online website which provides tools for teachers and parents and essentially provides a curriculum in order to teach students about sex consent and sort of respectful relationships. So it's meant to be sort of a supplement used in classrooms to sort of guide teachers and students
0: through this whole sort of quagmire. It's not mandatory. Teachers don't have to use it, but it's a resource that the government has provided. And the program is called The Good Society. Yes. And it's part of this broader program called Respect Matters. And tell me a bit about that. So Respect Matters is run under the Department of Education. It was set up about five years ago as part of a government plan to provide more educational materials around respectful relationships sex consent and it was given a five million dollar budget over several years to execute that
1: yes yeah, so it was originally part of the national plan to reduce uh, domestic violence against women and their children mm. and yes yeah, so it was given five million dollars uh, that was later bumped up to around 7 million and what we've now learned is that this website and the courses on this website accounted for about 3.8 million of that so <laughs> for, for respect matters this makes half of it. And let's just say it again, it's been so controversial. They've had to take down several key videos in the first day of it
0: launching. Yeah. So what are some of the other problematic videos in this educational program? Now, to be clear, there are a ton of videos all over the website for kids of all ages, but the most talked about and controversial ones are the ones aimed at kids in years 10 to 12 that are built around teaching this model called the field model. The field model is all around how you make shared decisions. And the diagram given is literally of an American football field, not even an Australian football field. And at one end, there's like the end zone. So if people don't wanna go through with a decision, then you know the decision kind of ends there. Um, but if you, that both parties do consent to something, then it goes to the action zone where like, I guess you get it on. Now, if you haven't heard of the field model, don't panic. No one has. I spoke to several rape prevention experts when researching this story and none of them had heard of the field model. At best, what we could find is that it's a public relations theory that's used to describe or explain workplace relationships between people that's just been inserted into this situation to teach sex and consent to high schoolers. But the reason why these videos were so controversial and talked about online was because they use these really weird metaphors and analogies to talk about sex and consent without actually using the word sex.
1: Uh, and includes such beautiful lines as talking about a taco and how it's okay to eat a taco because it's an object and it doesn't secretly want to go to university as compared to a human who has a rich inner world. <laughs> not making this up. This is very much correct. Um, well, I thought
0: tacos had rich inner world.
1: Do they want to go to university? <laughs> that The video asked that question. Um, <laughs> and then later on they're talking about like deciding whether you want to have sex or not, but it's a about a girl asking a boy whether there's sharks in the water and then he says no don't worry about the sharks in the water i've got a spear gun yeah he's like if we take out the leader shark then everything will be okay and so okay i'm following the sharks she's worried about having sex with the sharks or an std he's saying no no no, don't worry we can mitigate that risk i have a spear gun which is a condom maybe what is
0: taking out the lead shark (laughs) genuinely you spend your whole time thinking about these weird metaphors rather than actually learning about like you know sex and consent yeah
1: and then there's one video at the end where they actually just like talk about harassment and like sexual uh assault and harassment and what you can do and like show and talk about examples and like those are great like that's that's the best best video The only
0: good video is the one where they actually talk about what they actually want to fucking talk about
1: yeah it's almost like uh 15 year olds know what sex is sorry, sorry, Ooh, like, government, like Controversial. Just say what you mean. And that's been the main sort of takeaway, which is like, oh, my God, why are we going round and round and round and round in circles about these random things uh, rather than just like – talking about it and saying this is consent this is pressure this is coercion this is you know force like there's plenty of graphics that just lay it out in like clear language and the important messages get lost in this but these videos themselves do actually like teach some good stuff like it it does take quite a nuanced view on consent but The videos aren't even the main problem with this program. Tell me, you did a lot of research as part (laughs) of- Too much research. Yeah, you deep dived into this whole
0: module. So tell me what the other problems are. So a lot of, I think it's important to say that it's not just us who think that- these videos are problematic. It's not just random people on Twitter. There are actually rape prevention experts who came out on Monday and slammed the program. They said that these videos were bizarre. They were unclear, but also that they were, as you said, a lot of other problems with the program as a whole. So there's a guidebook and website components that are supposed to accompany all these videos. And in one section, they talk about sex and consent laws in Australia. Now. In this section, they say that you can report a sex crime to the Australian Human Rights Commission for them to investigate. Oopsies! Yeah, which just to be very clear for anyone listening, you're not supposed to do. The Australian Human Rights Commission is not like the police. They can't investigate a sex crime for you, but- You can go to them if you want to report the way that your university or your workplace handled your sex crime. They're
1: more of a civil than a criminal, They're looking
0: for breaches of human rights, particularly in, like, workplaces or universities. They're not the police there to investigate a sex crime and prosecute it for you in court or anything like that.
1: they barely ever reference going to the police. I mean, like, from the videos I watched, they, you know, they said what should you do if you see someone getting harassed and someone sort of vaguely talks about, like, oh, what number would you call? as a way to scare off the harasser, but they weren't like, no, 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 if someone's getting harassed on public transport, you can just call the
0: police. Yes. So this section of the website that recommends you should go to the Human Rights Commission, it does not recommend or talk about going to police. It doesn't talk about reporting a sex crime or a sexual assault to a trusted adult. It does not advise students on any actually practical or recommended things that they can do if they have experienced sexual assault or know someone who has. The website has another section that talks about uh, gender norms um, and it confuses norms with gender myths. So they say that a gender norm is that men enjoy sex more than women or that men want sex all the time.
1: Or even that sort of women should be persecuted if they do enjoy sex. And And it's not saying this in support of these ideas. It's saying that these ideas aren't true. And what it means is these are gendered stereotypes that have no basis in real reality. And it's like using the word norms there.
0: Doesn't sit right. It's incorrect. You, they're actually gender myths, or they're or they're myths about sex that perpetuate harmful stereotypes. Mm. Um, another problem is that all of the couples in these videos, and basically throughout the whole website, are cisgendered and heterosexual.
1: There's one guy who vaguely talks about being gay, but he's not seen at any point interacting with a man. Yeah, he's,
0: like, in a video and he's too embarrassed to even say out loud that he's gay and that's why he doesn't want to go with a female friend to a dance. Um, But there's no depictions of same-sex couples. There is one page that has a photo where off to the distance is two men dancing at a dance together. There's a few
1: like (laughs) examples in worksheets, but like it's literally, it's very straight. And I think we have to like make it clear, like sure there's little stuff in a worksheet in a module somewhere, but like the centerpiece of this sort of module of education is these, the field model videos. And in the field model videos, it is very heterosexual, which is a problem when you're trying to educate people about consent. One of the big criticisms for this milkshake moving the line video as well was that uh, the girl in this scenario was the aggressor, Um, which, again, I think when you take it as a standalone seems a lot worse than when you sort of view it as, you know, a series of videos that has 20-odd examples and, and men are often the aggressors in those examples. But, yeah, definitely this is the most sort of like visceral example of an abusive, coercive relationship and the one that goes into it the deepest, and you have a woman as the aggressor which just isn't Statistically
0: sort of is not –
1: Supported statistically. Yeah. And if a man is the victim of this sort of coercive control relationship, it's often another man who's also uh, perpetrating that. So, like, you know, we're already having to deal with these really weird metaphors. Do we have to deal with sort of asking people to gender swap these characters by themselves? Like, surely – The majority of your audience that you're trying to reach to be like, hey, this might be a situation that you're in, Mm. are women, like girls, statistically. (laughs) And this absolutely isn't saying this doesn't happen to boys. But I'm just saying as a general statement, the majority of the people you're trying to reach are girls, maybe have the person going through the situation they're going
0: through. Be a girl too, yeah, you know? absolutely. So how did this even happen? That's a really good question. I would really like to know. This is the thing for me, right? When I saw these, these videos, I was like, it's – I know that we like to make fun of the government for being incapable, for being oblivious to sex and consent, for just being totally inept. But – There are smart people who work in government. It is not possible that every single person looked at this video and nobody along the way was like, hey, these are really bad, like red flag, we can't release this. Yeah, it really. (laughs) (laughs) It reminds me of like when Taylor Swift released that video, that music video, Me, for that song Me, and it was like, okay, sure, it's okay for, like, a singer-songwriter to fuck up one song really bad. Like, you you can't write a hit every time, right? But she's smart. She's surrounded by smart people, and at no point did any of them go, like, hold on, this is your worst project ever. Please don't release this trash-fire garbage song.
1: There was dozens of people who said, you know what, let's keep in the line, spelling is fun. I put it like that. The fact that you can't tell if I'm talking about Taylor Swift or this educational government yeah, if video it really about be consent a to
0: like work out which one you're. I was like, which one had that line in it? I don't know. Um, it's a problem. It's a problem. Um, there are some signs that point to how we actually got to this point. So, number one, as far as we know, rape prevention experts, like leaders in this field, who have made themselves very available to the government were not actually consulted in the creation of these videos and this content
1: wait a second education minister alan tudge said that our watch was consulted yes in the third line of his press release
0: yes he did when he announced the programs last week but our watch have since come out and very quickly distanced themselves from this project they said that they were consulted back in 2017 at one point in 2019 But they were not involved in these videos. Like they've not been asked to distribute them, to endorse them, anything. They
1: weren't sitting down writing the scripts like I think that press release ideally would have us believe. Suggested.
0: There was also another organisation that was mentioned in this press release called the Foundation for Young Australians. They're an incredible group of people who uh, work to represent young people in political spaces. Um, The education minister's press release also said that FYA worked on this project with them. I called FYA and was like, Hey, did you work on this? And they very quickly called me back and were like, no, we had nothing to do with this. We recommended one young person that we think might've sat on a confidential, like feedback group. That's it. But we had nothing to do with this. So who did work on this? Well, the only people that we know for certain the government talked to was a public relations firm which is referenced on the Good Society website as having created the website.
1: And it's unclear exactly where they've sourced all of their information from.
0: Again, it's
1: not 100% garbage, this model at all, but Mm. it is problematic enough that experts are now calling for the government to essentially... start from scratch, get experts to come in and evaluate every piece of curriculum on this site and redo everything that doesn't meet the national standards for the prevention of violence through education, which like, you'd think that um, an education program aimed to reduce sexual violence through education would meet the national standards for the reduction of sexual violence through education. But like, here we are. (laughs) I feel we say that every week about a different topic. (laughs) Ah!
0: (laughs) So Matilda, what has happened since all this
1: reporting came out uh, well the main thing is that part of it isn't on the website anymore <laughs> so that's a the- fast turnaround Oof! two of the key videos have since been taken off the website so that's the moving the line milkshake one and the it's called yes no I don't know and it's the one where she's talking about sharks and spear guns and such the like and those
0: two are gone and sort of the and state- that's within 24 hours of the it blowing up on the internet and which is
1: good right like that's what activists were calling for which is for these videos to be reassessed and look Mm. hopefully a new version of this with a sort of clearer (laughs) message will come out but also like the field model to begin with I think is extremely confusing you know who I feel the most sorry for in this whole situation who
0: the milkshake girl. <laughs> oh, I feel so bad for the milkshake the poor girl. The actress. girl, and you mean the actress who was in that milkshake her video? Little
1: mug just rubbing milkshake over that guy's face is literally across global news outlets. Like it's I everywhere. mentioned, that my tweet ended up in the BBC. because yeah. the BBC was covering this. Jesus,
0: and it's not like it's not like a, a nice photo of her. It's like her. She scowling. Looks, she looks abusive. Like, yeah.
1: If she wants to come on the podcast, more than welcome.
0: Milkshake Girl, if you're listening to this episode, you are welcome to come on and tell your story. Please spill that milkshake.
1: Get it? It was saying like spill the tea, but it was was the milkshake. Did you get it? That's just about everything we could possibly stand to talk about this week, (laughs) Justine.
0: (laughs) Um, yes, thank you so much for listening. We would love for you guys to join our community. We have set up a Facebook community group where people post memes. They ask the stupid ozpol questions. They're too embarrassed to put to anyone else. And you can find that at Old Boys Club Podcast Community on Facebook. If Facebook's not your thing, you can also find us on Instagram at Old Boys Club Pod. Or Twitter at Old Boys Club Pod. Or you can send us an email. Oldboysclubpod at gmail.com.
1: Please, 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 Please leave us a review on iTunes. If you don't, I will walk into the forest and I will never see humanity again.
0: Okay. So dramatic. I'll have to, yeah, I'll have to fish Matilda out of a forest. <laughs> um,
1: do you want another
0: episode? <laughs> yeah. Do you want another episode? Please leave us. But it's like, not like, sorry, I know this won't make it in, but it's not just like, we won't record another episode. so <laughs> you'll disappear. I'm
1: leaving. <laughs> I have leaving. a job. I have a cat. <laughs> do you want him to starve? <laughs>
0: Leave us a review um, We're trying to get on iTunes new and noteworthy list we, and want so we want it so bad We so bad We need like <laughs> lots of reviews So please leave us It actually like Has a practical consequence If you leave us a review Oh sorry Me
1: walking into the forest And never coming back Isn't a good enough consequence <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay our um, <laughs> <laughs> on that note our music is by Alexis Weaver our show is produced by Alex Ty and Anthony Furchie editing and mixing by Alex Ty I'm Justine Landers-Hanley I'm Matilda Bosley and this is Old Boys, boys Club. Club podcast about
1: boys and milkshakes and politics I just tweeted out one minute of that milkshake video and it's gone. My Twitter has been useless ever since. <laughs> like I, I had to mute it because I, people kept tweeting me actual stuff I needed to see from work, like colleagues, like yeah. stuff I needed to yeah, like Yeah, like, like please report include. on this. Yeah. And I just like didn't see it because it's 100 people being like, what's a milkshake got to do with
0: fucking? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, superstar. (laughs)